I think it begins with Jeremiah 49. That's the hook in the jaw. I believe immediately you have the regional conflict of Psalm 83, followed by the Ezekiel 38, 39. It could happen in a matter of two or three days. Today I have Bill Koenig joining me again. Bill's a journalist. He served as a White House correspondent and he has a new service called Koenig World Watch Daily. His website is constantly updated stories from a large variety of news sources and can be found at watch.org. Bill's passion is the nation of Israel and he is with me today to talk about what's happening currently in Israel and what it means. Bill, thank you for joining me. Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Well, it's, it's really <clears throat> a bad situation in Israel. And I know that people have been watching the things that are happening in the news. You're over there a lot. You're very connected to Israel and you have your Jerusalem prayer breakfast that you do. I think you do those all over the place. All over the world. All over the world. And so just kind of as an overview, what's going on in Israel right now from your perspective? <clears throat> well, the, the, what uh, is, is so problematic, very similar to what's happening in the United States, it's amazing how much Israel and the United States track uh, yeah. politically and um, the division that's taking place in Israel over the judicial reform right. is at a level never seen yeah. before. I've uh, talked last week to an Israeli who's very involved uh, within the country, and he said the tension that he's experiencing is unprecedented and it's over judicial reform. And unfortunately, the, the left, the liberals, uh, want the court system that's very uh, independent, right. calls a lot of the shots. Yeah. And even uh, there's not the check and balance system in Israel like we have in the United States, executive, legislative, and judicial. And there, they're trying to rein in some of the power that the judges have, even to the extent of selecting their own judges, they right. want it to be public. So my concern, Jimmy, is the level of tension. Uh, they've even talked about a civil war. I don't think it'll get to that, but it is, it is at a level that uh, we haven't probably seen, especially uh, since yeah. the modern state of Israel. I've never, I've never, you know, there's always tension in Israel on, on some level. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about their government because I want to be respectful. I lo love the Jewish people. You and I both wholeheartedly support the Jews in the state of Israel. They have a terrible government. I mean, their form of government is not like anything I've ever heard of before. But when you talk about judicial reform, to the average person who's watching the news, of course, the Biden administration is very much supportive of not having judicial reform, leaving the judiciary the way it is in Israel, status quo. But to, for the average person to understand what's happening, you see all these riots that are happening. Okay. So you have you don't have the executive branch of government there the way you have it here because the prime minister is a part of the Knesset. Okay, it'd be like the president here being a part of the Congress. Okay, so you have the Knesset, but the Knesset right now is under the control of the conservatives. Okay, Benjamin Netanyahu's party, but also Ben Gavir and some uh, very very right wing kind of ultra ultra uh, orthodox kind of people. This is what the liberals hate. Okay, is the fact that right now you have the, the conservatives in control. Okay, so then you have the judiciary, but the judiciary is independent of the, of the legislative over here. But let's talk about the reasonableness law. Now, so the judiciary, like the Supreme Court in America, is critical, you know, because if something happens, now we have a constitution, they don't have a constitution. So people need to understand Israel does not have a constitution. So it's just an on the fly kind of a commentary on what's legal and what's illegal. So the, the Knesset passes a law and the judiciary then has a reasonableness law. 
which means if they deem it to be unreasonable, they can declare it unlawful. Amazing. It, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's not going to change. I don't believe, I don't believe that the, uh, the political structure of Israel is going to change significantly. Uh, I do believe that there, there is going to be a crisis around the time of the return of Jesus. I had Rick Renner on the show, and Rick is a Greek expert. We were talking about the word rapture. And he said, and I, I, and he said unfortunately, the word rapture means to rescue in the nick of time. It means like right before it gets, you know. So I think when the rapture happens, it's going to be a lot like it is right now. You know, a world in crisis. Jesus said that there will be distress of nations with perplexity. And perplexity means there's just no answers. There are no answers for America. I mean, Jesus, there's revival is the answer. But in Israel right now, it's perplexing. They, They just don't know what to do. So. You have the situation now with, uh, with that. So let's talk about Gog and Magog for just a minute. Now, Jeremiah 49 talks about Elam. Uh, and our friend Bill Salas has been on the show, and we've talked about it. Now, Elam is the southern part of Iran. And it's where they have a lot of their nuclear installations. Now, and, and by the way, because I've shown this on the show, I've shown a map. If Israel bombed Iran, that would be the most convenient area for them to bomb. That's as, right. As far as strategically. So... Um, we were talking about Wag the Dog. Uh, there have been presidents of the United States in serious situations. And to distract from their domestic distress, they start a war or they do something over here. I've heard, the, and this, this was in the Jerusalem Post, uh, someone comment that this would be a convenient time for Netanyahu to bomb Iran. I want to remind you of our prophecy conference is coming up September the 16th. And we've got Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, uh, we have Ed Young, who is the senior pastor of uh, Fellowship Church. That's where we're having the event. Dr. Mark Hitchcock, Billy Crone. We have Tony Evans, who is going to be a special guest for us this year, as well as myself. We're going to have a great day all day long on September 16th. That's a Saturday. That's also during Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of Rosh Hashanah. And you may have heard me teach before that I believe some year that the fulfillment of Rosh Hashanah could be the rapture. And I'm not dogmatic about it. Jesus can come anytime he wants to. But every year at that time, I just kind of start looking forward to maybe this is the year that Jesus is coming back. Now, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn is going to be speaking that day. He's going to be blowing a shofar, of course, him being Jewish, and he's going to be leading us in a special Rosh Hashanah service. It's going to be very, very special. So come and join us in person. Now you can go on endtimes.com. There's a little icon in the left side of the screen, a little world. Click on that. That'll show you on the right-hand side the Prophecy Conference where you can buy your seat. You can also stream uh, live. And so go on there, come and be with us. Now we already have about four sections sold out uh, in the building. So if you want a good seat, go on there right now. We would love to have you join us September 16th. I've heard the, and this, this was in the Jerusalem Post, uh, someone comment that this would be a convenient time for Netanyahu to bomb Iran. Yeah, I think that's speculation. But, you know, yeah. like we, we talked about, Jimmy, I mean, that's exactly what Bill Clinton did yeah. uh, with the Lewinsky scandal yeah. and uh, his uh, desire for atonement. Yeah. Uh, he got in the middle of that, wagged the dog, Kosovo War. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think uh, that that's always a possibility. And Israel's gift is preemptive. In other words, not not knowing when they're going to do something. So in some ways, <clears throat> could be advantageous to Israel if they're near that red line to go ahead and make a move right. against Iran for their own protection. 
Um, as we talked about too, Jimmy, the Persians are master uh, at strategy. Right. They're very patient. Uh, they're master chess players. Uh, I've met Iranian in, in D.C. and uh, their negotiators get PhDs in negotiations. Wow. Another Jewish friend at the embassy in, uh, in Washington, D.C. says, you can't out-negotiate these guys. He said, they'll, <laughs> they'll agree to a deal that has less teeth than the deal they just previously agreed to. Yeah. Or the other strategy is agree to everything and then at the last minute change. Yeah. They drive you wild. Yeah. They, they drive you nuts. Well, they've been doing this for decades. For, forever. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so effective at it. Yeah. And I think with that said, the Persians have been hit hard inside of Iran, inside of Syria, Lebanon, and they still haven't done anything. So they are, the Arabs have a tendency to get worked up and go to war too early, right. where the Persians are completely opposite. They're very calculated. So as gifted as Israel's defense and security is, and that's part of the reason right. uh, they're talking to the United States about uh, normalcy uh, with Israel right now, because of their concern about Iran, even though they they're, have a, uh, relations now or are, are talking now. This is it's the playing field of Gog Magog, uh, uh, 38, 39, and Ezekiel, and also Jeremiah 49, is playing out right before yeah, our eyes. For, God, for guys like us, this is an exciting time. Yeah. It's serious, it's yeah. ominous, but boy, the pieces are falling into yeah. place. And at some point, the Prime Minister of Israel is going to have to make a difficult decision, along with the defense. When you start talking about reservists and others, not willing to participate because of judicial reform, that's a very precarious, dangerous time really for a country is. that needs to be uh, war ready and not device, not, not a division within the defense industry. Well, they had a, a military exercise last year, uh, things called Chariots of Fire, was yeah. all of their military branches practicing bombing Iran. Uh, and by the way, America was a, a part, of, part of that. They put five billion shekels in their budget, I think it was last year, maybe this year, to bomb Iran. Um, and then to respond to the when all the proxies of Iran go crazy after they get bombed. And so some or the Jeremiah 49, the alum, and this is my opinion, but what I what I believe is going to happen at some point, Ezekiel 38, God says, I'm going to put a hook in your jaw. And I'm, in other words, this is going to be my decision, not your decision. Amen. I'm going to provoke you into doing what you're going to do. It, right. It's going to be on my timetable. So the, the hook in the jaw, the hook in the jaw was an animal hook. And so when you had a stubborn animal that wouldn't do what you want to do, you put a hook in its jaw and you drug it around like a donkey. Well, that's what this is. So God says, I'm going to put a hook in your jaw. Well, if Israel bombed Iran, it would be the most provocative thing they could possibly do. First of all, Russia has been warning America and Israel for years if you bomb Iran, you've got us to, to count to. Now, there are Russian scientists all through the Iranian nuclear installations. So there can be some Russians die if, if they bomb Iran. So Jeremiah 49, Elam, and it says in Jeremiah 49, it'll never be inhabited again. And the, the dispersed of that area will go to every area of the world. Well, that's a major nuclear event. Either an accident that happens, could, could be, but it says, that, you know, I'm going to knock the bow out of your hand. And in other words, it's a judgment. Against, it's a judgment against the leaders of Iran. That's okay. right. So this is going to happen. Okay, so they practiced for bombing Iran. Then they practiced for defending their borders once it was over with. That's exactly what's going to happen. Hezbollah, Hamas, all of them are going to go crazy. So Syria, Russia. So you have the Psalm 83 war. 
that Bill Salas talks about, which is a regional war where the, the, the Israelis are attacked by their regional neighbors, including Jordan, and they, there's a supernatural victory that happens in that. Then you have the Gog Magog War, Ezekiel 38 and 39, which is a broader regional war where you have Russia, Iran, you know, Turkey, all the different nations that come in. This is my opinion. I think that's the order. I think it begins with Jeremiah 49. That's the hook in the jaw. I believe immediately you have the regional conflict of Psalm 83, followed by the Ezekiel 38 39. It could happen in a matter of two, three days. Thanks for joining me today on Tipping Point. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you'll subscribe here to our YouTube page and also that you'll become a subscriber of endtimes.com. You get everything we do all week long. You get the full Tipping Point show as well as all the other things we do all week long that will encourage you and educate you on what's happening related to the end times. It's $7 a month, $77 a year. We would love to have you as a subscriber. Go to endtimes.com. Also sign up for our conferences coming up on September the 16th and our Israel trip. God bless you. I'll see you next time.